guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hey, Oxford Holy Club, it's your host, Brad Silliker. And Lucas Candy. And Matthew Berber. And Andrew Beckwith. Andrew, you're back. You're back, baby. I'm back. I Andrew feel like, back with. I feel like it's been forever. It's literally been one week. Andrew back with us. Yeah, huh. we get it. Good joke. How, we how late were you up writing that one, Matthew? <laughs> That's right off the dome. Right, right off, off the, the dome. dome. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Oxford Holy Club. Want to remind you, if you want to reach out to us, I'm just going to point you to oxfordholyclub.com you can head there and that can connect you with all of our social medias you can send us a question through that website we're yet to link any kind of merch but that's incoming and uh, so oxfordholyclub.com for everything that you need from us including tiny little bios about us because I know you want to know all right so you're back Andrew Uh, who's your service provider now Let's just get it out there. Rogers, Rogers Internet. So fingers crossed, guys, because if my internet goes down, you just you're not going to hear from me again. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> this is it. Episode is going full Amish if this doesn't pan out. Yeah, he sells the cars. He gets a horse. <laughs> yeah. All because Absolutely. of that. Uh, well, fellas, it's uh, it's been a week, so why don't we take some time and uh, let's let's catch up, guys. Um, how y'all been? Good. Matt, you I, look uh, stunned. Is it, is it, <laughs> has no one ever taken an interest in your life before? Matt, I'm curious about you. How are you this week? So all in all, it was a good week. Um, but, um, oh, good. <laughs> there's, there's one thing that I continually swear I will never do yet. I find myself, uh, doing it over and over again. Podcasting um, with us each week. <laughs> <laughs> Every week I say, that's it. I'm done. That's it. I'm done. No. Um, so for Christmas, uh, we got new furniture. We got uh, some new furniture for upstairs. Or, like we ordered it. So it's coming tomorrow and uh, on Wednesday. And so I thought, okay, well, we got to get rid of a couple of couches. And so why not? The best time to do it is over the weekend, right? People are available. So I put it on Marketplace. And I, Lucas, I saw all your furniture on Marketplace too. I was like, oh, someone's having a fire sale. Well, I wish you could have seen (laughs) all the stupid sale. I wish you could have seen all the stupid messages and comments I got (laughs) about these couches. Because can you give me the exact measurements of that couch? uh, Oh, I got two of those. So anyway, I was selling these couches dirt cheap. Lucas, even Lucas would have bought them. (laughs) And so, like, this is the uh, wow, dirt cheap. Yeah. But it was this need of people just like with the ridiculous questions. There's one lady, God love her. We might even be friends on Facebook now. Um, but I know her whole backstory about why she needed a new couch and uh, and why, like how important it was. And I know all about her current couch situation. And when it's just, I know because people just talk. And, uh, so anyway, there was another guy. I ended up selling them both. I got rid of them both. The last one I moved last night. After a lot of uh, back and forth, because she wanted uh-huh. this this woman wanted me to deliver it to her for nothing, I wanted me to deliver everybody. It. Like you have a you have a truck oh. in unlimited time, right? You can just come and yeah. deliver the stuff to me. I sold you my couch for fifty dollars, and it's a couch, and you want me to deliver it for free? <laughs> anyway, the, all that to say, they're gone. 
And I'm I'm stating here, I'm never selling anything on Marketplace ever again. So there is a, a thread on Reddit called Choosing Baggers. <laughs> nice. I, I love how you always bring that. You bring it all back to that. Go. Yeah. And it's just dedicated to people like that. Like <sighs> it would bring you some some peace maybe to know that you're not alone. I'm not alone in this. Yeah. So out of other than just the whole experience of selling something on uh Marketplace or Kijiji or whatever. The only other thing that really upsets me is when you post an item and people just say under it, interested. <laughs> so That's now it. you you have to do interested. the work. Oh, so you're interested. Why people cannot you, use full sentences anymore. It's, so this is the thing. Like, so do you want me to initiate the rest of this sale, <laughs> or like, are you going to make me an offer, or <laughs> no? Interested. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't even respond. I wouldn't. Even I never respond. do. I never no. do. But anyway, no. Um, all that to say, coaches are gone. Rest of the week was fantastic. Um, yeah, did a buttload of snowshoeing this week. Now we finally got snow, so that's awesome. Yeah, if what, anybody's what if anybody's, uh, classifies a buttload, uh, a lot, a lot. <laughs> uh, okay. So if anybody Thanks uses that up. if anybody uses the app All Trails, that like if you like like hiking and snowshoeing and all that stuff, I'm sure don't no. find me on All Trails. Well, I was talking jam. to any of you. <laughs> um, then, then that app is trails. incompatible with my phone and lifestyle. <laughs> it's, a fun, uh, it's a fun app. Anyway, Matt, uh, Matt I want to launch pad off of you if I can for a second. Yeah, please do. We sold the couch last night. And? <laughs> and so uh, we decided we all the same lives. <laughs> we decided that it was time. That we bought this couch right before we moved. And I, on moving day, the, tr- the moving truck came from Amherst. And across the street was the store where the couch was. So the moving truck just went right over across the street, got our couch, came to our house. Then we packed up the house in Oxford and moved. So uh, what I've learned is that sitting on a couch in a store for a couple of minutes does not equate Doesn't living with scope. a couch. Right. Uh, so I'm not 100% sure what that means for my future furniture store outings and what kind of supplies I need to bring. But <laughs> an uh, it wasn't an, it wasn't enough. And we've decided we, we just didn't like the couch anymore. And oh, that uh, scares me so much because the couches we <laughs> bought that are arriving tomorrow, we've never even sat on. They're coming from Wayfair. OK, well, so hold. Oh, OK, okay so it. this the couch we bought came from a surplus direct store. It was a returned couch from Wayfair. Oh, dis- oh. Mm-hmm. A returned it, couch that it you was, bought? No, well, no, no, what? Not used. Was that deeply discounted? Not, not you. It wasn't a used couch. It was a couch. <laughs> it was a couch that would have gone to be delivered, and they refused it at the door, so it, it came back on the truck and goes to a surplus place because they can't sell it. Okay. That's at, best case scenario. At, that is best case scenario. <laughs> now the tags were got to tell the, the tags were cut off that couch, <laughs> so we probably had a hot tags. couch. That couch was hot. People are looking for that couch. Anyway, so we we sold it last evening, and and the person that said they wanted it, um, they didn't. It wasn't even a conversation of uh, we just want to check it out first. It was I'll e transfer you the money. My husband's coming to get it. I'm like, shoot, okay. Those people know how to get stuff on Kijiji. Well, so so they show, yeah. So they show up. um, The husband and another gentleman came with a van to get the couch. It's a sectional. So um, we're we're standing there waiting for this e transfer to come through, and it's not going. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. And so they've loaded half of the e transfer. They're half of the e transfer. Half of the couch into the van now, and this e transfer hasn't come. So we're (laughs) we're all standing there. So I. I start engaging in conversation, and by the time it's over, I know where they where they work, who they are, where they live, and I said, "Okay, 
Uh, Can we get a selfie together in front of your license plate? Yeah. <laughs> so um, there, it's the island, so everyone's connected to everyone. There was enough connections that were made just in that m- couple of minutes that I was just like, the, trans- your father? the transfer will come through. Guys, go take the first half of this couch to your place. And sure enough, <laughs> it did. It came through. They came and got the second one. Turns out uh, the guy that bought it actually works at the, the radio station here in town. Uh, so like we talked shop and in, in terms of like equipment and mics and different stuff like that. But I said to him, Does Charlottetown as he was, only have one radio station? No, no, uh, no. a radio station, but they've okay, got, cool. uh, some Two ocean, FMs. ocean 100 it's down, uh, anyway. And that, for like for true, they only have two radio stations. FMs? Two FMs, I think. Well, they've really? got, there's. Brampton has like 10. Yeah, well, too many, but still, <laughs> not to brag. We only need yeah. one good one. Do it right the first time. Yeah. So, so Brad, similarly to your story, my drop off last night, I wasn't fortunate to have them pick it up. I had to deliver it, <laughs> e transfer, and my father in law was helping me, Daryl. And on the way there, I'm just like, Daryl, how much do you want to bet this is going to be an apartment building? And how much do you want to bet they're on the third floor? Sure enough, we pull up an apartment building. I was like, son of a gun. I was like, we're, we're in the apartment. Anyway, they lived in the basement, thankfully. So we haul yeah. this thing, we haul this thing down to the basement of this apartment building. It was actually an okay apartment building, CD part of town, but a nice, like sure. a good looking apartment <laughs> building. Whitney Avenue, somewhere in that neighborhood. So, so the lady was doing an e transfer. She's like, Great, so I'll just e transfer you the money then. And I was like, Yeah, go ahead. And so we stood in the hallway. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't talk for like almost five minutes. Well, I got all night. Oh like, yeah, mm. e transfers yeah, are like, great when they work, but they suck when they don't. Oh yeah. So, so yeah. we got on the marketplace after the couch was gone because we didn't have a backup couch. We didn't anticipate that list the couch. Couch is gone within a few hours. Right. So now we're on the marketplace looking for a couch, and Mandy finds this like th- uh, three cushion couch and two chairs for two fifty. We're like, are you serious? The thing looked like it was in good shape, and and. Um, so we're, you know, 250 for a lot. Anyway, so we start the conversation with this person and everything's looking good. And then we get the address. Guess where it was, fellas? Moncton. Oh, uh, Oxford. Worse, worse. <laughs> Not the place you just sold the couch to. <laughs> it's our couch. <laughs> no, worse. <laughs> Australia. Uh, what? The lady listed it in the wrong spot, and it somehow wrong equator, like wrong wrong hemisphere. Yeah. So we went. This this is all coming to a head, and then I'm done. We uh, after school today, uh, the kids and I met Mandy at the Brick, and they had a sale happening, and so there was a couch and a love seat for sale that was just a little bit more than what we had received from our couch. So we went there, and they didn't have it in stock. So I said, "Is there (laughs) is there something here that's comparable, please?" I don't know how to say this, but we've kind of got a bit of a couch emergency. Uh, <laughs> My butt needs to be in a couch before I can buy the couch. I'm sorry. Yeah. But. So, so now the guy's looking for a couch of similar firmness for my rump to sit on. <laughs> firmness. And, and so I'm sitting on this couch, and the couch that we looked at when I first went, Mandy's like, he said, he said that it's a firm couch and it's not super deep. So I'm like, so it's not a snuggler. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyway, we wound up buying the not a snuggler couch and love seat. Uh, no couch is a snuggler couch for me. <laughs> Fair <No>. enough. <laughs> anyway, so that's all, all business. That's that's it. I bought I bought couches and the the other. No, uh, I'll save it for another time because I don't want to monopolize <laughs> the time. But I learned a life uh, altering food hack 
but I'll save it for later. Ooh, you're teasing it for next episode. Mm, come, come back next week. Oh, there's only five people watching, and three of them are you two. See, or th- see three of them are you three. Guys, doing with food. Um, well, I'll jump in because mine is also um, marketplace related. Um, oh, I saw. So. <laughs> Can you keep it shorter than quick, mine? Quick, quick Andrew, try, buy something I'll on marketplace. To, but I think it's I think it's a good one. Okay, but you'll be you guys judge. And let me know. Okay, so. Um, I, I got a new washer and dryer. Well, new is used like <laughs> new. Well, new is in not <laughs> new to me. That's Lucas new I, because ours was working weird and whatever. So anyway, it then it it was such a huge ordeal to get it in. We drug the old washer and dryer out into our living room and just left it there, and it sat there for months. And then Melissa keeps like, "Hey, you want to get rid of that thing in our living room?" I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll get on it." Oh yeah. Can I just interrupt it. you for one second? Fire away. Was it you there post- for over Christmas? You yep. posted a picture the other day and the and the dryer was in it. And I knew that you had bought a dryer back when I bought a dryer. And I was like, I can't believe you still got that dryer in his living room. A washer. The dryer actually sat <laughs> in, our, in our in our entryway, in our foyer, because we we drug it upstairs because I knew it would sell fast. But then Melissa's parents wanted it and it took them like a month to get up and get it. And I wasn't moving it again. So that is so bizarre to me. Guys, what we, is bizarre to you? We have issues. You had a washing machine sit in your living room. <laughs> Like not all even through Christmas, not even the story. Well, no, no, not like not like where the tree is and stuff in our basement, like in our basement TV room, I guess. So anyway, He's using it as a shelf. Hi, Rianne. Yeah. We're discussing we're discussing well, our, our our problem, our adventures. Okay, so anyway, I, I post this thing, and originally I posted it for some money, but then Melissa said it doesn't work quite as good as I thought it did, so I just post it for free. I said, whoever wants to come get it, and I put in the ad. You must bring two to three men, depending on how manly they are, to move this thing. It isn't, you know, it's heavy. I will not help you. My back is not good. Slash, I, don't I do will it. not help you. <laughs> yeah. So no, not interested. You're and getting it for free. You can't even get three men around a washing machine. What do you like? Well, that's well. That's I don't excessive. Know. I, I, I threw that up there. Uh, so anyway, Buddy shows up, um, and I'm going to call. Um, so this guy was about mm, 82 pounds, and uh, he yelled. Everything he said, he yelled. Uh, very enthusiastic, not angrily, but he just yelled everything like he was half deaf. Uh, I'm going to call him Mutt. Um, and then his friend Mutt. came in. Mutt? He was much bigger. His name was Moose. So I'm going to call them Mutt and Moose for these two guys that showed up in my house. And I was like, okay, fine. I was like, hey, guys, here it is. And like, How did you get it up the stairs? I'm like, we carried it. I guess it was nine years ago that we bought it. And he's like, what like angle? I was like, I don't know the skinny angle up the stairs, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And, and I said, you have a guy with you? He's like, oh yeah. And then he calls in Moose and Moose rolls in and Moose talks about how he like, he used to be a mover and he used to be able to carry these things upstairs by himself and you know, lots of confidence there. So that's good. That's important when you move something. <laughs> yeah. Confidence so, is the key, not muscle. Yeah, no. <laughs> so they, they set themselves up. So Mutt's up in the top and Moose is down below Mutt and Moose, Moose is like, listen, I'm going to lift it. And then you all to do is all Mutt had to do was like, just give it a little extra kick up over the lip of the stairs. Right. And just one stair at a time. So anyway, we're there oh. and like, Moose has got this whole thing holding it, and Mutt's like, I can't lift it. I can't lift it. <laughs> and then instead of tipping it like diagonally up the stairs, they had it diagonally tipped away from the stairs. So every ounce of weight is on Moose, who doesn't seem to be super worried about it, but I'm a little bit worried about it because I'm afraid he's going to die and like wreck my wall. Uh, but anyway, so they're going up there, 
And then Which one were you more worried about? <laughs> I was more worried about, well, Moose's life, but then Mutt, what happened with him was uh, at one point it got, <laughs> the whole thing got dropped on his toe and he starts <laughs> swearing and talking about how you broke my toe, you broke my toe. <laughs> Where are the kids? Uh, Melissa has evacuated them to the top floor of the house at this point. But don't worry, they did excuse She's sequestered them in a corner. It's so okay, kids. They did we're going to be okay. Oh, and, excuse en français. And, then, and so they're up there. And then eventually one of the girlfriends, who I didn't know was even here, shows up. <laughs> and, she, and she's like... She's like, what's going on? And she seems to be the brains of the operation because she's actually giving them good advice. And a couple of times, like, hey, why don't we flip it the way going up the stairs instead of the opposite direction? And and eventually, Buddy just gets frustrated. Wait, like you had, they were pushing that up the stairs, like, but like tilted back. Oh my God. Tilted backwards. Yeah. So I was like, hey, guys, maybe tilt it, you know, the other way. And then girlfriend comes in. She's like, hey, dummies, like, why don't you tilt it the right way? And like, oh, okay, sounds good, boss. And, but then she couldn't quite get in there because Mutt was in the way. It's a tight stairway and all What's that stuff. What's her name, by the way? I have given her a name yet. Come I on. Guess. Brains. Uh, so anyway, Brains. You got to stick with the alliteration. Millie. Yeah. Millie. Sure, Millie. Why not? So Millie gets in there and then, but Moose has had it at this point. And Moose is like getting tired and he's making sounds. Melissa said she really thought he was going to have a heart attack. Um, Thank you, Scott. He wasn't super, I mean, he's my age, so he's not like a spring chicken, but he's not super old. But anyway, he was literally holding the entire weight of this thing. Says the guy that opened this story with, I wasn't helping. I got a bad back. Well, I now, but at this point, I have wedged myself in underneath it as like a brace. I was like, well, my whole <laughs> bad never back. never going to get out of here. This whole bad back scenario. I was like, I was like, what, how are these guys going to get it out of here? Like, I was like, maybe just abort the whole procedure and get, get them out of here. Anyway. Hey, Scott's, Scott's, Scott's tuning in. Good to see you, Scott. Are you back from Karacha? <laughs> Mutton Moose, Mutton Moose, new series starting spring. Mutton Moose, new oh, yeah. series starting gonna, spring 2020. I'm going to so, make a t-shirt for Mutton the Moose. The climax happened here when Moose has just had enough and he tells Mutt and Millie to get out of the way. And he just whole, full body lifts it up and then rolls it up the stairs. Like it was upside down and backside up and upside down and backside up until it got up the stairs. And I mean, it's, we have crappy, ugly stairs, so I wasn't worried about it. But as but I was like... I was like, well, that's never going to work again because they're kind of sensitive on the inside. And it's like all dented in. Sensitive on the inside. Snowballed this thing. Anyway, and then we got it out with like, it still took them way too long to get it out. They're kind of sensitive on the inside. Oh, my word. We got it out. And then I was like, they had like a little Ford Escape. And like, I think, and I offered them a measuring tape before we started. Like, you want to measure? He's like, oh, no, it's fine. I was like, well, I'm not bringing it back in the house. You can leave them deck if you want. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, they, they disappeared. Um, Mutt, Moose, and Millie took off, and there was a dog, another lady there, and they got it all loaded in. And then, know, they had that in a, all those people and animals in a Ford Focus? In a Ford, in a, sorry, no, no, a Ford Escape. Sorry, Ford Escape. Oh, Ford Escape. Uh, yeah, Ford Focus. That would and be impressive. And a washing machine? But, Not yeah, just any in, in washing oh, machine, but a very... load washing machine. Well, because I didn't realize this till I helped move one last time with Mr. Jeff LeBlanc that the front end load ones have like at least a hundred pounds of just weight in them, like ballast to keep them from like rocking around. So they're extra, extra, extra heavy. And uh, next time we need to replace ours, Melissa and I have decided we're just going to move. Like we're not going to bother. Absolutely. There's no no point. So anyway, Mutt and Moose and Melissa (laughs) just looks at me with like eyes and she goes, we're never doing that again. Like basically I, my, my Kijiji privileges may be revoked. I don't know. Cause that was a pretty terrifying experience for her. Cause she thought someone's going to die. We, um, so anyway, but yeah, that was my, uh, my adventure. Was that worth the story? Well, I don't know. I'm terrified that, that we're fun. at 26 minutes and only three of us have spoken. <laughs> 
Andrew, oh. fire away. Oh, he's plugging in his microphone. Andrew's plugging in his microphone. He's got that sweet, sweet internet, but... Uh, uh, his- For the record, I had another cool story, but I'm going to save it as well because Mutton Moose... Hold on, Melissa. Melissa's coming into chat saying, I can't believe you waited until after that to say an appliance repair place would have to also come and pick it up for free. <laughs> yeah, I did mention that because I'd forgotten that and all the rush that I, there's a local place that will come pick them up for free. I also so do... next time... I do want to I do want to point out that Rianne came in with a really sweet Friends reference, uh, a Ross pivot, reference. Pivot! Pivot! Andrew, how's your week been, buddy? So, well, so my headphones just randomly switched, and now it's really weird. But I'll get used to it. I'll. Uh, <laughs> this is your new reality. Yeah, uh, I could tell a Kijiji story, but it's boring, <laughs> and nothing happens in it. So, uh, do, do your characters have nicknames? Because mine did. No, sorry. Okay. Uh, you know how in the middle of like the Christmas season, you're tired. And you're like, I just need to get to like Boxing Day and then I can have a rest and then I'll be good for like the new year, you know, new year, new me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's me. Yep. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I honestly goodness don't know if I've ever been more tired in my life. <laughs> like my child, um, who's seven months, I think this is his first cold ever. Mm. <laughs> And he's not handling it well. As far as he knows, he's dying. Like he's yeah. never experienced sickness before, right? So I guess I like, freak out too. Set, like a week straight. What a great way just, to think about that, Lucas. <laughs> a week straight of just no sleep. Like just doesn't <laughs> sleep at all. And I'm just so lost. I'm just so Did you lost, get one of those guys. little nose vacuum so, things that sucks the snot out? Hi, oh, Mandy. Hi, it Troy. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't so glad matter. You're, so glad you're back, Andrew. <laughs> uh, it's it's just been low. he's like coming out of it now like we went to the doctors twice we're like just give him all the medicine just please. drug him just give him all the medicine he's like he's good he's fine like like we're supposed to be relieved that that doesn't need medicine <laughs> <laughs> oh good yep grab glad he's healthy uh, uh, but no I mean it's been I'm still trying to get like back into a normal routine mm. and I'm mm. not there yet and I feel like I'm so behind on everything, like work-wise and stuff. But I'll get there. Well, since we're there. If, if I can, Andrew, since we're talking about being behind on things, perhaps it would be a good time for us to move on to pounds or peppers. Hmm. Thanks for cutting me off there. You guys told you hour-long stories, and I I'm sorry, we're a half hour in. We've got a lot of show. Welcome back, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, back with us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Pounds and Peppers, uh, yeah. we have all come to agreement. An arrangement. An yeah, arrangement. yeah, it's a mutual arrangement. Yeah. Uh, today is supposed to be weigh-in day. A mutual capitulation. Somebody, is that the right way to put it? should be eating a pepper. Uh, but we've decided because of the Christmas break and the amount of food uh, that has been consumed by all of us, we're going to push the date back to the end of the month. And, yeah, let's make uh, some sporting. And that way, maybe somebody will have lost a pound. <laughs> okay, um, so for the record, I weighed in today, and uh, I am back down to my pre-Christmas uh, weight. Well, so. good job. Yeah, I, I also hope to get there someday. <laughs> to, to Matt's pre-Christmas weight? <laughs> to, to pre-Christmas weight. Keep, it up. Mine. Keep yeah. it up. All right, so end of the month, we'll be back with Pounds or Peppers, Andrew? 
we will be back and hopefully um, we'll have a loser and a winner. Well, we can um, we can guarantee that. Yes. Um, one just so you guys know as a little bit of an update, um, before I wasn't doing anything, I have switched from doing nothing to doing something. My something is um, one of my one of my like quarterly goals is at least four days a week I have to fill all the rings on my Apple Watch, which is like walking so long, standing so long, and exercising so long. All my on- onion rings. Does that count? Just stand. Well, that's part of it. Yeah, I have to stand for like ten hours or twelve hours or something like that. So <laughs> I do that every day anyway. But exercise. I get home. My standing and my walking are no problem. I've I've filled those at least over once. But uh, my my exercise is not anywhere. It's like five minutes of like being overly exerted while I was teaching. So then I just, I just go for walks, but well, anyway, but Hey, it's better than nothing. So I'm, I'm working on that. I'm not eating after supper. I'm doing a few little, little tweaks there and we'll see if that pays any dividends whatsoever. Good, Good job, buddy. Lucas. There you go. Yeah. Congratulations. And since you're talking, why don't you bring us into that next sweet old segment? All right. Well, uh, I did a little workshopping with uh, hypotheticals and hypotheticals only really works if it's a fan, fantastical situation that couldn't actually happen. And some of our questions recently, especially have been ones that are just questions. So I've uh, redubbed it uh, potent ponderables. So potent ponderables, our potent ponderable for today is what is the smallest non-poisonous animal that you are afraid of? Mouse. Mouse, full hey, stop. Mouse. I, mouse. I can get in on that. I think I've shared the story before. I'm not going to get into it super long. The last time I had to deal with a mouse, I, I shot it. Um, with what kind of weapon? Uh, with um, <laughs> that's excessive. It is, and it it was a tiny mouse, and it was loose in the house. The cat was playing with it. It got into Jaden's room, and he was asleep so, in his room. So and, it was a half dead mouse. No, the cat yeah. just played it. The cat would never kill them. So uh, I I got my I've got a. Do like I have it here? No, I've got a, a handgun uh, BB gun. And so I went and got that and filled it full of BBs. And middle of the night, I'm in Jaden's room and he's asleep. And this <laughs> thing is not quiet. It's spring-loaded, made of metal. And I'm, I got one hand so I with the cash one hand of my, okay. my flashlight. Like, it's very much one of these, like... Nice. You know? Oh, wow. I can picture that. Yeah, and I'm, so I'm shooting it and I wake my kid up. <laughs> and so Jaden wakes that. up to his dad in the darks shooting a gun into his closet with the flashlight. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm trying to kill a mouse. Can I help? And so he gets down, holds a flashlight. Finally, the mouse tries to make a break for it, and I pin it with a broom, and I don't have it within me to, like, touch it. So I've got the thing pinned with a broom. I thought you were going to say step on it. No. But no, it was you couldn't even touch it. No. So uh, mean, meanwhile, Harmony is awake, and Mandy's now awake, and Harmony knows what's going on, and she's she's afraid I'm going to kill the mouse, and uh, Mandy's telling her, no, which no. Which was your intent. Which was my intent, but she didn't know that. Okay. Mandy's in Harmony's room now saying, no, 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 it's okay. Daddy's just trying to capture the thing. So I've got it pinned with a broom. Jaden's holding my flashlight, and now I've got him going around picking up BBs because I've run out, and I've got <laughs> it pinned, and I'm... <laughs> I'm shooting this stupid mouse. Um, and finally the mouse is dead. And I triumphantly go into Harmony's room and go, I killed it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was not received well. So then Harmony comes in crying about this mouse. I have to, I pick the mouse up within a, in a um, dustpan and Harmony in the other arms. And she and I take the mouse outside three, 4 a.m. in the morning to go give it a burial in a field while it's raining. I hate mice. these. I hate mice. I, one did, of those. I did one of those hook shot, hook shot. Catapult. So that's yeah. I hate. I, I hate them. My I have. I have. Uh, Hi Heidi. One. I have my answer, and then another story. And this is in honor of my brother who is joining us. Welcome, Mitchell. Hey, Mitchell. Hey, I don't. Uh, I don't see it. Hi, Mitchell. Oh, he's here. Yeah. 
Okay, Ikea so also. first, first my uh, my the one I'm the animal I'm the smallest animal I'm afraid of absolutely without any question is a tick. That's the one that puts the fear That's in me. That's good. Oh yeah, tick. Um. Anyway, um. So we were young and we grew up on like I don't even know if you quite call it a hobby farm. We had horses and chickens and and turkeys and rabbits that kind of stuff. And uh, so we were young and we had turkeys. And if you know any, you don't know anything about turkeys, but anyway, hold on. Don't, don't assume we don't know anything about turkeys. <laughs> Is that we were out. We were out, you, right, you don't I'm get to put a, that on us. Turkey quiz next time. <laughs> um, and so we're out cleaning the barn. Mitchell's out cleaning the barn from the horses and stuff like that. Walking the shovel over to the, the manure pile. Turkeys start following him. Mitchell <laughs> looks back, notices the turkeys following him. Mitchell starts to walk a little faster. Turkeys start to run, go a little faster. And this this progressed, and Mitchell, feel free to chime in here. This progressed until Mitchell was in a full run as quickly as he could across the field, and the turkeys are going, and Dad's yelling. I'm like, stop running! Just they stop can, running! They can the smell te- fear. Tears are running from Mitchell. He just can't stop running. And Yeah, so he gets himself back to the barn and uh, so i would i will speak for my brother and i will say probably turkeys are what he's the most afraid of is, uh, yeah. mitchell could you come into chat and confirm one way or the other please yes but no awesome do you remember the turkey trot yeah maybe turkey does. drop but ticks ticks are very real and there's something to be very afraid of okay mm-hmm. okay so in our house we've we've been in here about eight months nine months and we discovered this summer that there are these massive, f- terrifying spiders in our basement. Like, I'm not super creeped out by spiders, but these things are disgusting. And to the point where, like, Tiffany was losing sleep because she knew that they existed in our house. And every once in a while, we'd see one. I'd kill it. And then she'd be on edge for like two weeks or so and then there'd be like a piece in the house and we'd go back let to her normal. guard down and then another one and they would they'd come out of the basement and we'd be sitting on the couch and they'd just stroll across the floor like all of a sudden and she would just lose her mind and i would like be trying to get a shoe so i could kill it before it gets under a couch and <laughs> it was just it was a rough summer guys but uh <laughs> And I talked to somebody down the street and they it's just something in this neighborhood. There's just these giant spiders that live here. And I don't know what they are. Like I tried to look up pictures and stuff. That would have been terrifying. They're like mutant. <laughs> of the potential of what they could be. Yeah. <laughs> they come Anyways, from LePro. I'm not a big fan of those. Lulu? And well, for me, it's funny. I asked the question. I don't super have an answer. Like I'm not I'm not crazy afraid of most animals. Like mice don't bother me that much. The the freaky thing is how fast they are. Like they're just you know, mm. that's the thing. And he's not Matt, afraid because he's he hasn't spent enough time outside to actually know more <laughs> than what two or three animals are. I mean, pictures of them are not scary at all. Um I like yours about ticks. When we were in uh New England, um, New Hampshire, sorry, which I guess isn't technically in New England, uh this summer. And it was like tick central and um, Melissa was all stressed out because like we had to do like full tick checks on the kids every day. And, and Esther, who was our wanderer uh, would always have one on her all the time. And like, they're super scary because of like, you know, disease yeah, and all that stuff. And, and it's hard. Yeah. Like, I feel like bigger animals, like, yeah, you can take them or you can have a strategy, but you can't really have a strategy against like a tick or like a malaria carrying mosquito or, or something like that. So mm-hmm. I, I'm probably going to go with uh, insects because they're not poisonous, but they got those diseases, you know, disease ridden. But, uh, mm. but yeah, that's what I'll say. 
disease-ridden insects. Well, feel free, chat to let us know what, uh, what small animals. By the way, it, it may surprise you to know that a fear of tiny animals, I, had to, I put it up in the notes, microzoophobia. Uh, if you suffer from microzoophobia, uh, let us know what, what that could be. Uh, guys. Uh, for, uh, sorry, before you jump ahead, I did have a friend of mine, sorry. Uh, he was being chased just like Mitchell was, but instead of being chased by turkeys, he was being chased by a squirrel. Um, and he, they were playing and they were kind of, he, he was like friends with the squirrel until the squirrel turned on him and was chasing him around. And then he ran into his house and slammed the door behind himself and slammed the squirrel in the door. Uh, so that I think that affected him in some ways, hmm. but anyway, sorry, carry on. You were well, saying, well, I was just thinking we're at 40 minutes, which it doesn't feel like we've been doing this for 40 minutes, but I'm, if you guys are all right with it, I'm going to, I still want to. Uh, yeah, I'd like to jump into the Smorp to give us just some time yep. where it's new. And then um, on the other end of it, we'll end with, you know, we still got some Yahoo. We got a quiz we could take together and a game we could play. So there's there's lots coming. So uh, stay tuned. But we're going to jump into what we've called, well, we haven't called it this, but uh, it's called Smorp. And it's an acronym, which means scripture, message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. And the, the whole point of this is that we're, it's a resource that you can actually use every day that gives you little snippets of scripture um, to read and and then some guided questions just to get you thinking about the scripture. If you want to do this with us, the 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 link for the SMORP document that has it all is on our website, oxfordholyclub.com. Just scroll down. You'll see a graphic the same as what you just saw on your screen. You can click it and that will actually bring you to the document that you can print out or view online if you want. So, as we said early on about this segment, we're workshopping this. We really are um, building the plane as we're flying. So we're we're going to look at the scripture together. We haven't taken time ahead uh, to go over it, to bring anything, you know, take anything out. At least I haven't. I can't speak for the other guys. Um, Matt's going to open up a binder and be like, and here. <laughs> I brought all my commentaries home. Okay. Okay. Oh shoot. Uh, and then, and then we're just going to go through some guided questions and, and see what happens and chat. I recognize that there is a little bit of delay from when we say something and you respond to when we see it again. Um, but we'd love if, if you feel like sharing to share. And if we don't comment on something that you've said, it's not because we're ignoring you. Um, but sometimes there's just a delay and we keep moving. Um, I don't want to interrupt, but I'm going to interrupt. I just want to note that, uh, my wife, Aaron just tuned in. Hey, Aaron. Uh, possibly hey, Aaron. the first time ever. Hey, <laughs> send her something first, from your office, Matt. First first time viewer. She's, uh, yeah. All right. Welcome. And Scotty Layton is uh, wigged out by leeches. Yeah, I Welcome, saw that. Welcome, Grace More Glover. Lurches. And Heidi, I see you've got a long story about uh, turkey that fell off a truck. And I'll, I'm going to read that later. That'll be my bedtime reading. <laughs> I read it. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, Kirby. So what we're going to do is... Um, is I'm going to just read through the scripture and I'm reading out of the ESV version if anyone cares to know. And if uh, it's in our notes, guys, if you need to follow it, follow along. And if you are at home and you want to follow along, we're looking at Jeremiah chapter one, verses four to 10. I'm just going to copy that and put it in chat unless Lucas, you were just doing that. Did I see you do that? Uh, no, here, I'll do it though, because you're talking. While you're doing that, Eileen just tuned in. Hello, Eileen. Oh, no. Hey, Eileen. Welcome, Eileen. You can put, I think you should be able to put that whole scripture in. Would that be too much? Oh, we can do it. Guys, we're, we're trying. We're trying here. We want to, we want to do this. Hi. Hi, Eileen. I'll wait to see it pop up in chat, then we'll go through it. I think it just did. 
Indeed it did. So Jeremiah chapter one, verses four to 10, the call of Jeremiah. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak for I'm only a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm only a youth. For to all to whom I send you, you shall go, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have set you this. Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't realize there was another page. See, I have I have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down. I thought that ended weird. To destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Yeah, that's my bad. I also copied it wrong into the chat. Let's go, go ahead and put the rest of it in there. <laughs> Uh, we'll get better. We'll, we'll get better, guys. We'll we, get better. We will good get read, better. Good reading, though, Brad. That was good. Yeah. Well, Can I make a suggestion? Next yeah. time, I think we should uh, plan out the scripture and actually have character voices. So, like, <laughs> in this situation, I would be the voice of God. You would be the voice of Jeremiah. I'm not, comf- I'm, ju- I'm not comfortable with that just based on your already present God complex. <laughs> He's, he called God early. <laughs> so, uh, so, I'm going to... Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak for I'm only a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm only a youth for to all whom I send you, you shall go. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them for I'm with you and uh, to deliver you declares the Lord. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. So that's the scripture. And so now working through the acronym of SMORP, we're going to actually look at the scripture and, and this doesn't need to be long, but the questions are this. So for instance, what words or phrases or observations stood out to any of you guys? Um, and what, you know, another question could be, what does the scripture tell you with the nature of God? And if you're at home and want to write it down, uh, please, by all means, the point of this too, is when you do the SMORP is to journal, if you can, to make notes of it. But gentlemen, was there anything that stood out to you from that scripture? Yeah, what I like about it is this, is that you kind of picture this, because this is the very beginning of Jeremiah's calling um, as a prophet. And so you kind of, what you're seeing, and I kind of picture putting myself in his shoes with this. And which one are you in the story? Is this, yeah, that's right. Uh, the uh, I'll leave it open for interpretation. But the, uh, but the idea of God saying, hey, here's my plan. Here's what I want. And then Jeremiah being like, "Mm, no, I can't do that because, uh, because I'm not a very good speaker or, Oh, Mm -hmm. I can't do that because uh, I'm too young or, Oh, I can't do that because, and it's kind of this dilemma in his life of, of knowing God's called me to something. And I'm, and my first reaction is seeing all of my, what I see as insecurities or the kind of an inferiority, complex if that's a thing and and but god saying whoa 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 don't don't worry about it i know who you are 
right? right? Like, this is the thing. I know who you are. And if I didn't know who you or if I knew who you were and I didn't think you could do it, we wouldn't be having this conversation. <coughs> and and so it's almost this moment of Jeremiah kind of understanding who he is in, mm-hmm. in this idea. And so, I mean, we'll fast forward to what that implies for us later, but that's the thing that really grabs me. Yeah. Is God making the statement of like, no, I know who you are and I know what you can do and I know what you can't do. And here's what I'm going to do for you. Mm-hmm. So how out of all of us who would say that they've experienced that, I would say I've experienced that doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I was just saying it would be refreshing to have like a boss, in this case, God, who just knows like, hey, I know exactly what you're capable of. Like, and I know exactly who you are. So it's not like, oh, you know, he he thinks I'm better than I am at this or worse than I'm at that. And what are they thinking? And Mm -hmm. am I doing the right thing? Like, no, he just just knows, right? So that would be actually kind of liberating to not have to worry about I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. Any any other thoughts on what stood out to you guys? I, I like the classic, like youth. I'm sure you guys have all youth pastored at some phase in your life. The whole, you know, don't say you're too young. You know, that's always a that's always a hot ticket uh, verse there when you're a youth pastor or anything, or even a, a children's pastor. And it's and it's you know it's true. You know, there's there's you don't, you're putting limits on God and you're saying I'm too young to do this or I'm too whatever because God's like, listen, I'm going to do it. Do you want to be the one who kind of gets to be the vessel through which it happens like i love showing off yeah. especially if it's through something as crappy as you mm-hmm. and i, I you look good <laughs> right, you i know? did a I did a sermon on on when david's anointed uh-huh. and essentially um they're looking at this kid and um you know samuel's told you know the lord looks at the heart uh-huh. um and i focused on you know the heart of a child and and basically it doesn't matter what's on the outside you know god knows what's on the inside and um, you know, that's essentially what you're saying, but it's uh-huh. this verse also goes along with that. Yeah. Hmm. And um, Melissa's coming in. Oh, look, guys, this is fantastic. Um, coming in with chat and Scott, thanks. You know, there was the, the part that stood out to me was I, I did gravitate towards that whole thing about this idea of coming up with the excuses for why you can't, but God saying, no, I know who you are. I made you and I made you to do this. So do uh-huh. this. I, I don't know how to put it in, I don't know how to say it, but there's this, see, I've set before you this day over nations and kingdoms to pluck up, to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. That there's this sense of God using you for very specific things. Um, I don't know how I can put what I'm trying to, what what's rattling on in my mind. So maybe I shouldn't, but Say it can messy, ask, then well, clean it up afterwards. Well, can no, I ask like, a very... Okay, you go ahead. No, well, like there, sometimes God needs to use us to deal with things that need to be dealt with that shouldn't be there, um, if, if you know what I mean. Um, and, and then, so I don't know, maybe there's a situation that's taking place and God needs somebody to go and speak truth into it. And it might not be easy and it might not, you know, uh, but then he also wants to build and to grow things out of that. So I, I don't know. Um, sometimes I wonder if people get a sense that just because God's called you and he knows who you are and he says you can do it, that that means the road's going to be easy. But sometimes the road is, is this, well, a lot. Of, I don't know about you guys, but I know for me, there's been times <laughs> oh, that have been- just easy for me all the time. Never had a problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at the story of Jeremiah too, you got to remember what he called him for. Right. And his, his first thing- 
was to go uh, to the group of people and to say like, Hey, you guys are following bail. You're in trouble. Right. Yeah. Turn, turn now. And, you know, and so, I mean, that was his job. So there's nothing easy Hmm. in being called. Yeah, exactly. I I love love the, uh, like in the story of David, when, you know, the prophet Nathan comes and tells him that whole story, like, oh, there's this guy, he is super rich and he steals this poor guy's sheep. And then David gets all mad and it's like, oh, that guy deserves to die. You tell me who it is. Like, I hate like evil people like that. And he goes, no, that's you. Like that, that sheep is Bathsheba and that guy is you. Uh, and I was thinking like, oh man, like this guy can have him killed like that. And how, you know, mm-hmm. he just has to be willing to do it and have the, you know, the, the gumption to get in there and the faith to do it. And I, I always like that story a lot. I like um, in verse nine where it says, uh, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. because it's, it's a reminder, you know, okay, I'm saying you can do this for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm the one putting the words in your mouth. This isn't. This is me working through you, mm-hmm. and I think that's a good reminder. And every time I'm speaking or anything like that, I try and keep that at the forefront Absolutely. when I when I think that I have something good or mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, this yeah. isn't me. I you know God's working through me. I definitely cannot do this <laughs> yes. by myself. So Andrew, that mm-hmm. would actually be good. We're um, I'll launch off of that to go to what what would be more of an introspective part for us in that the, the the message part of this is is for us, what do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? So it's great for us to point out different things that the scripture is saying, but how does that impact you personally? And this is this is where it can get real. Is, is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? And do you have a question for God is kind of what's wrapped up in this portion of, of the SMORP. I'll jump in. And we talked about this a little bit kind of before we started, but where is the line between all I need is God and I don't, it's not about my works and actually preparing something and putting your own effort in. Like we're talking about like church services and stuff. And like, where's that line between a super slick production you know, with like, you got the lasers, you got the smoke on cue, you got the worship team, you got everyone sounded pitch perfect, you know, that, which takes a lot of effort and work. And then how much of it is just, I need to show up and be willing to let God kind of work through me. Like most pastors aren't showing up on the day and saying like, bring it Lord. And you know, they're, they're preparing. So like, where to, where is that line? Like how much is, how much preparation is too much to, you know, overcook something and how much of it is just like letting the Lord lead. Hmm. And I don't, I mean, I, you guys would have all pastored more than I have. Well, I haven't at all. So you might, maybe you can speak into that. Nope. Oh, well, sorry. I have you, cam pastored. You set a high bar there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That really were the, the resident reverends at the moment. No resident reverends. That's right. Uh, what did you sense the Lord saying to you, Lucas? No, I was sorry. <laughs> My question was just like, where do you guys find that line between like trying to prepare, like say, say a, a message, like how much of it is, do you feel like is preparing it on your own strength and how much of it is like, Hey, God will give you the words like to find that balance. Like, I think that it's different for, for everyone for sure. And I would say that for me personally, it's all like, I'm still pretty green in terms of preaching and, and mm-hmm. things like that. And right. I would say that it's all front loaded in terms of preparation and God working through my preparation. Right. And what I mean by that is I know that when I get in front of the congregation, I'm not going off script. I'm just mm-hmm. not at that place right. where I'm going to leave my page, you know? And so mm-hmm. all that work, it needs to be done ahead of time. And yes, I'm writing it. 
And yes, I know for sure I'm going to read those words, but I trust that God is in those words and God gave me those words where somebody else, you know, <laughs> could go in with just uh, outline, you know. Well, actually, that, that is a quick question because all three of you have spoken like more considerably more than I would have. When you guys like preach a message, do you write it out word for word? I do. You don't? You do? How about you, Barbara? I write it out word for word, but then I typically don't bring anything up with me. Right. Because I, I, anytime I speak, I just do like basically like a, a pretty strong outline and then I practice saying it a couple of times, but I don't write it out word for word. But I think a lot of pastors do, but I wasn't sure. If there's a really good, uh, there's a really good sermon, a uh, little plug here uh, at Louisville Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pastor Gord spoke back in November, November. Um, and uh, it was all about this idea of in spite of the foolish words um, that we say, God is the one who is in action, you know, it's, uh-huh. and so not to say you don't prepare not to say you're going on the, the hope of the Holy spirit. Um, but instead the idea that in spite of me, God uh-huh. will move and God will uh-huh. work. And you see it two ways. You see, because again, when it comes to preaching, I don't know if this is common thought. There's there's very much a difference in your preaching that when you're teaching, you're prepared because you're right. going and you're teaching from the word of God. Sure. Um, and this idea, that. I struggle with it, this idea of like, oh, God is speaking to me right now and saying that blah, blah. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm, I can't argue with it because whatever their experience is, but um, I also would question then what the purpose of, your Sunday gatherings are compared to what your, your relationships look like. Anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but the idea of it being is that whether you over-prepare or don't prepare, I think that maybe both are irresponsible. And the idea of just trusting that God at the end of the day is the one that does the work. And as much as we'd like to think we can get in the way of that, if this is, if this is what he's doing, if this is his plan, it's going to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. My only thought on that is I had a pastor challenge me with this. Um, spend more time. He, t- he told me to spend the time that you would normally spend in preparation in prayer. Hmm. Because general, yeah. generally we spend more time with our head in the book. And as we, sh- we, as we should spend that time and sometimes shortchange on just the listening and, and talking. Hmm. And like so, that. so he challenged, well, and that was, that was Mark Collins. Um, hmm. So to spend it, and that's that's hard because we're trained, uh, we're we're trained to exegete, we're trained to look into the word and pull things out and come up with the three points and and all that. So to to not 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 you can still do that, but to to take the time to pray more. The trade craft of preaching versus like the calling of being a you know a pastor that sort of thing. Right. Um, so in terms of this scripture though, um, anybody else? What the what the Lord's saying to you in in this? I think that what I, what I said before about, you know, behold, I have put your words in mouth. It's just a reminder, a constant reminder that I can't do this on my own. And anytime that I, you know, mm-hmm. it's easy to kind of stray from that and forget that this is, you know, 80% God and 20% me. And sometimes I think it's the other way around, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just a constant reminder of that, I think. Mm. So keep you humble. Um, Okay, so I'm, I'm going to continue to go down through this. Um, 
Can't just wait till we get to the repentant part. Well, I feel like Luke Lucas has a lot to share. Um, so the the next thing in a smorp would be obedience, and and it would be looking down, writing one step of obedience that you could take either today or the week, kind of based on what God is revealing to you. And we don't. I, I'm going to make it super clear. Um, God may put something on our heart that we just can't, don't feel comfortable sharing, and that's totally okay. Um, so we don't have to share anything. And obviously, people in chat, you no one's. Com- making you write anything either. Um, so, but the step would be write down one uh, step of obedience you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you. Uh, to me, for me, that step of obedience is exactly what I just said, what Mark challenged me with. Because for me, it is easier for me to get into a rhythm of doing as opposed to a rhythm of being and and um, spending that time. So I need to make sure that I take that time. You know, uh, that's, that's, that, to me, that's where I'm at right now is just being able to, t- to stop and take the time and listen. For yeah, me, say- for me, it would be, um, and this has been not just recently, but something over the last like year or so, I feel like, and this kind of backs it up is I'm responsible for obedience. I'm not responsible for results. Um, and mm-hmm. so now when I ask someone to church or when I ask someone to come like this the other day, I asked a couple of guys to come to like a men's breakfast, knowing full well, they're going to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, it's not, it's not up to me. So it's fine. So I just threw it out there. Um, and then, and then, like, then they immediately were like, Oh yeah, no, sorry. Busy man. I was like, yeah, it's all right. Okay. And I said, I said, I'll just let the Holy spirit do his work. And then I put up a gif of like a ghost and you're doing like, ooh, and it made me laugh. So anyway, sorry. Can, but, well, can I jump on that really quickly? Because I, jump away. um, we, we believe in something called prevenient grace, which is grace that goes before. And we have an understanding that the Holy Spirit is actively drawing all people back to him. And so in, in you're, you're right. You have, you have a responsibility to be obedient because in moments like that, yes, the, the result that you're anticipating might not happen, them coming to the men's breakfast. But what is happening is that you are actually partnering with God in that moment to say, okay, mm-hmm. you, you know what's going to happen with this. And you're at work in their life. Um, you're at work in their life. What do you want me to do right now? And I am. I've been challenged in recent days to really look at kind of wherever I am to recognize that there are opportunities everywhere because the Holy Spirit's working on everyone. And so, how can you partner with God? if he calls you to, sometimes you go to the grocery store and you're just there to get groceries and you're in and out and that's totally fine. But sometimes the Holy Spirit says, well, no, I want you to go down this aisle and just talk to that person for whatever reason. And you're responsible to be obedient, not responsible for the result. I like that, Lucas. Huh. Matt, you, were, you did start to say something. Yeah, no, I can't remember. Uh, okay. If it, I jumped all it? over it. Yeah, Lucas interrupted me. Well, right. well let's let's talk about anyway, let's talk on. about repentance then. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Lucas. Repent. <laughs> I repent of my stepping on your toes verbally. We'll see. Uh, repent. A- Andrew must have had something really bad. He had to repent for because he took off. Oh no, he's yeah. back. He's back. Yeah. Uh, so it says, in, and this is something that again we don't need to share specifically unless you feel like you want to. You could write any confession that God reveals to you in the passage, if applicable. You could write down steps to help you to turn away from sin. Um, for the purpose of walking in holiness. And then, guys, is there any, anything that you guys want to say on that? Um, repentance is key, though. Just, this is not, repentance isn't something that we can brush over. Uh, it is crucial. And 
to end the acronym is SMORP, and it's just it's to spend time praying. Um, something that would probably be a little uncomfortable right now if we were to do it just on air and everybody bow their heads. But um, but I will say, Lord, ah, ah, don't you dare! I will say, Lord, we we are going to end it with prayer and thank you, Lord, for your word and for um, letting it get out through whatever medium possible. And I ask that you would use it for your glory and help us to be obedient. Go ahead, Matt. Well, Go ahead, Matt. Get was, flippant about well, prayer. Go ahead. Come no, on. No, what I was going to say is, would it be funny if we all just like <laughs> bowed our heads and prayed silently for a minute? <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> it would be. Um, okay. So we are at, we are, what time is it? We only have a few minutes left. So uh, guys, uh, how do you, how do we want to play this? Do the Gen Z language quiz. Yeah. You guys, yeah. are you cool with that? We'll save the other stuff yeah. for next week. Uh, I would be I'd be fine if we never ever did super fight again. <laughs> you and your negativity. You just couldn't wait. You, you lost not, one time. It's not all one about you, Matthew. You it's not all about you. <laughs> all right. So we are going to move on and we're going to see if we, with what little time we have, uh, can still relate to the Generation Z or Z if you're Canadian. And we're going to do that by way of a Gen Z quiz. This quiz was uh, put together. It's not even so much a quiz. It was put together by a teacher who just started keeping track of everything he was hearing his students say and then asking them to define it. And so he made oh, it boy. into a Google document. I have the answers in front of me. I was going to do it so that I didn't see them either. But for sake of time, uh, I, I'm going to quiz you. We're going to move quick. If you think you know, get in chat before we answer. All right. This is what Gen Z and Gen Z is from, uh, I think you'd be 2000 and oh, I looked it up so that I could speak intelligently and never wrote it down. <laughs> Isn't it 2001? Uh, Gen Z. So early just driving. Okay, so uh, ages ages eight to twenty two are Gen Z. So all my children fall within that, and all the youth that I work with fall within that. So these are the people I surround your time myself is with. Over. Hope you liked it. All right, okay. guys. The term is a force. A Say force. A force. Like I, I feel a force. A or force. A, I feel a disturbance in the force. Well, that's okay, but that's how. It, but okay, um, so. Th- the term or saying is a force. Like, Man, that guy is a force. That guy's right. a force. That guy's. Oh, you want me to try to use him in the sentence? Yeah. Okay. That guy that is, is a force. Easy. Don't 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 do the sentence right away because that'll be a giveaway. But like, yeah, yeah. But the I'm with definition. You. I believe. Listen, guys, Luke I got I got four pages. Move faster. <laughs> I believe Lucas is correct in it to like like wow, that guy is strong. He's a tank. He's whatever. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Or she. She. Force to be she is with. a tank. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be exclusive. Hashtag twenty twenty. She is a moose. Hashtag 2020. Come for the funny. Give us some money. Unnecessarily excessive effort. Oh, that was a force. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Bang 30s. Is that like a drink beer or something? It is not. Yeah, this is a holiness yeah, Andrew, podcast. That's what we're, we're going to talk about here. Yeah. Are oh, they talking about like lazy millennials? Like, oh, those bang 30s. <laughs> no. All right. Um, Lucas, you say something about my mother? We're gonna bang thirties. I'm I'm still not there yet. Can we move on? To, to fight to fight someone. 
Okay. That uh, doesn't even make any sense. Anyway. Uh, okay. The beat your face slash cake your face. <laughs> yeah, fight again, right? Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Applying makeup. Oh. Bops. B-O-P-S. That sounds definitely like a designer drug. Sounds sounds like a dance. Yeah. From the 50s. Yeah, it, it, bops. bops. <laughs> I'm going to book some mad bops. A modern, enjoyable song. <laughs> you guys should be able to yeah, get Lucas. this one. I'm giving I'm giving Lucas a point for that. <laughs> Bowda. What? what? Bowda. Chowda. Bowda. 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 Like Bowda. Like when you're describing mm. something. Like gonna talk about that. About that. Oh, there you go. Lucas has got. I'm about to. Uh, Isn't that what I said? I'm not sure. Bread. I think you also said it. Yep. Bread. What? Bread. Money. Bread. Money. Yep. Uh, and isn't that like from like the nineties? No, it was dope. Catch a <laughs> catch a fade. Catch these hands. Is that like, uh, is like basketball? Somebody? Is that a basketball? No, nah, that's to get punched like, or knocked out. These are very violent. <laughs> they're violent. Quizzes, yeah, they have a Brad. lot of terms for fighting. Clap back, hey guys. Clap yeah. back. I this wouldn't know if somebody wanted. Like nowadays, I wouldn't know if somebody wanted to fight me anymore. <laughs> this one, yeah, we're gonna wind up in a lot of fights. This one, I've heard. Clap back. Oh, like to mouth off or to can defend yourself. No, it's like back. if somebody, if yeah, defend yourself. If somebody, yeah. yeah, like if you're mouthing off, I'm gonna yeah respond back. to an insult with an equal or greater insult. Yeah, clap back. Uh, uh, let's see here. Let's move they, on. They move did on. it on Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's why I know what it is. That, yeah, facts. F a x or f a c t s. Okay. The opposite give, of fiction. Give me like, tell me what's going on. Give me the information. Are you? Is that your definition, or are you asking? That's, that's my definition. definition. Okay, to agree with what you just said, a confirming question may uh, may be used as a question or statement of fact. So, oh Matt, facts. facts. Okay. I like your shirt. Facts. No. Uh, flexed on. <laughs> oh, that's when like. Oh yeah. If like if. It's basically like bragging or like yeah. if somebody uh-huh. does showing something. Off. Yeah, showing off. Uh, let's yeah. see. A verbal gesture of dominance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> you're, you're filtering a few, are you? I already I went through and filtered them ahead of time. <laughs> I'm now skipping a bunch just for time's sake. Thank goodness. Um, hmm. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm tired. Is it like sick and it means cool? It, so yeah, we're, we're kind of in. It's kind of in. I'm that. in so much trouble. I'm dead. That was amusing. Okay. Hardo. Jim. Jim. Guy works out in the gym. Well, maybe, but it, it, a try hard. A try hard. Okay. Like a keener back in the day. Yeah, that's right. Nanya. Nanya business. None yes, business. sir. Luke is getting in there quick <laughs> on blast. I've heard this oh, one when too. You're, when you're getting mad at somebody, put them on blast. Uh, yeah, when you're putting them in their place. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a rashing. Sorry, rashing. R a s h i n g. This quiz is giving me a rash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make fun of someone. Uh, secured the bag. Oh, that's like a video game term for oh, sure. Like Fortnite. Capture the flag. Capture the bag. Uh, m- money received. Sure. Uh, okay. Um, smacks. It's drugs. A tasty treat. Okay. Oh, sugar smacks. <laughs> Slay. Kill. I like to, 
to win, like make, to dominate. or make them laugh, make to them dominate. Laugh. Yeah, dominate. I forget what I uh, to do really well. Yeah, there you go. Take the L. Never heard this one. Take the L train. Lose. Like just take the just, L. You lost. Move on. Oh, oh take yeah, the yeah. L. Willing, it, yeah. willingly making a sacrifice. Smart. Tight. Like cool. Man, that's tight. You would think so. <laughs> that, that track is dope and tight and lit and everything. <laughs> right. now, It now means extremely mad. Oh, oh I'm tight. That. Um, okay, let, we're only a couple left. All, all of this, all that this has proved is that we are disconnected. Oh, that that's, we are not relevant. I recognize I'm, that. I'm I recognize that. Um, yeah, as a as a vice principal of a school teacher, as a children's pastor, and someone who do you do you oversee youth somewhat, Bradley? What's that? Do you oversee youth ministry somewhat? Yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Wig There's snatched. nothing more sad than the teacher who comes and trying to use the slang. I do it sometimes wig. because that kills slang. Last couple Once kids. Wig, people doing wig it, snatched. Wig when snatched. You pull someone's hair. A term for the impressive or unimpressive act or appearance. <laughs> impressive or unimpressive. Yeah. So that's real. Okay. So everything and nothing. Everything and nothing. Words. Uh, last, last couple. Yerd. You had you heard? heard. Are you aware? Sure. Uh, are you aware? Hello. Are you aware? Yerd. Are you aware? Hello, yerd. <laughs> are you aware? Uh, and then finally, yer. With two spellings, Y-U-R-R-R or Y-E-R-R-R. -R -R. The city of your... <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it means... Okay. You're making me sorry. Yeah, oh. it, it's uh, affirmative or a call for attention. Oh, my you're... word. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, what's her name? The rapper girl. <laughs> she does the... I can't even... That's in there. Nicki Minaj? No. no. Um, oh. oh, shoot. She's in that Pepsi commercial. Is, yeah, Pe is Pepsi, a, is Pepsi all right? Is Kardashian? Pepsi all right? No. It's Nicki Minaj. No, no it's, it's not. not. Oh, oh, what's oh, Kirk. No. Oh, Kirk. Oh, I, I can't think <laughs> of oh, oh, my soul. Brad's doing bird calls over there. <laughs> no, no. What's her name? <laughs> Trying to bring in the uh, crested warbler. Pepsi commercial. Oh, it's Nicki Minaj, I'm sure. Uh, it's and not. Scott said that he uh, he clapped back when you I called know, him Bozo last week. I like that comment. Pepsi commercial. Um, Starts with a C. No, it does not start with a C. Pepsi commercial with Cardi B. Cardi B. It starts, starts, with, with, a a oh, <laughs> starts with a C. Oh, starts with a C. Who's Nicki Minaj then? Oh, no one cares. She retired. Oh, good for her. Well, serious. good for her. Lucas. Was she part of the Crips or the Bloods? Or Lucas, just do it. Well, okay, well, I'm going to pull the ripcord in this. Lucas, take the L. Lucas, take the L. We didn't talk about the Royals this week. Anyway. You yeah. can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Oxford Holy Club, uh, or throw up the hashtag OH Club or email Oxford Holy Club at gmail.com. A five star rating on iTunes. And if you leave us a five star rating, of course, we'll read it on the air. Not only that, but you can send your questions to us by visiting the new website, OxfordHolyClub.com. <laughs> Browse merch as it becomes available and much more. <laughs> really good at that, Brad. And we don't pay to advertise. So any growth that we have comes from you sharing us with others. Thank you very much. Oh, Okay. But more importantly, everyone, <laughs> until next time, <laughs> keep spiritually fit and, and have, have fun. fun. <laughs> okay.